0: what is good everybody good morning and happy saturday welcome back to another edition of the malaga drive hoops betting podcast as usual i'm your host caleb and uh another tough day another tough day but we just got to keep grinding man let's let's recap it and I, i don't like i am not a big fan of excuses right like excuses suck they just They suck. That's bad energy. But I, at the same time, when we're recapping these, I do want to, like, break down how I see it. And I'm not sitting here saying, oh, oh, my God, I'm so unlucky. Poor me. Like, I I hope you guys know that that's not the vibe I'm on. But at the same time, I do want to, you know, at least I think it's important that with, with every bet we make, we understand what happened, what went down, why we didn't win that bet so that moving forward. You know, we can still operate from a good headspace. But I just want to make sure that, you know, off the jump, I take full responsibility for whatever goes down. Um, but, but let's get you guys know where this is going. One and four day yesterday. Um, we started with Nemhard over 24 and a half and buddy healed over 29 and a half. Again, both these guys smashed these in their only two games without um Tyrese Halliburton. They were in a plus matchup against the Hawks. At home, um, and uh, you know, I just I felt good about it, and 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 the shots were, the shots and counting stats were were exactly where they needed to be. Nemhard six six and five, so that obviously is seventeen. You know, clearly not good enough. But he shoots two of sixteen from the field. Um, You know, fourteen missed shots. That's you know he hits four of those, and they're all twos, right? And shoots. Six of 16, which is still very not good. Uh, he's getting there. If you know one of those are threes is a three, um, then all, all he needs there at, at that point is three made shots and to go five of 16 from the field, and we get there. Um, but clearly it just wasn't his night, man. It just wasn't his night, and and unfortunately, we we bought him on, on a night that it was not a night to buy him. Um, and then on the other side, Buddy Heald. Uh, and Andrew Nemhauser, 33 minutes played, despite shooting 2 of 16. Man, like if if Nemi was cooking, man, you know he easily could have played even more minutes. So um, then Buddy Hield, 38 minutes played, 18 five and five, 28. We had 29 and a half points, rebounds, and assists, and five of 15 from the field. That one's a little bit like you know five of 15. You know, obviously not good, but like. OK, it's not two of 16, you know, but the usage is exactly where we needed it. The minutes was exactly where we needed it. The counting stats were exactly where we needed it. Um, and it just didn't go our way. Next uh, was Levine. Uh, we had him over. Twenty nine and a half uh, points. He finished with uh, twenty five and he shot five of nineteen from the field, one of eight from three, um, absolutely got to the line like a tank Four fifteen fifteen from the line. Uh, but, yeah, you you got to shoot better than five of 19. OKC okay, so had a good game plan. Um, you know, I still felt like close spread at home, decently high total. I was always going to play that. I was always going to play that. Um, but, you know, clearly it didn't work out for me. We did grab the Magic. Um, I told you guys I had them the Jazz power as a one, one point better. Um, and they lost by four. So there's there's that. Cool. We get a winner. And then uh, we took Clippers minus two and a half. They close at minus five and a half. And the Nuggets went out right by 12. So all that line movement, all that closing line movement that we get three points of line movement. If you're getting three points of line movement consistently, you're going to be making money. Um, But obviously did not get home there either. Brings us to um, 127 and 123 on the year. 6.19 units. It's tough, man. It's tough mentally because, um, you know, I took that break. was down around six units um, and then brought it all the way back up to four. And then here we are again, man. But just got to stay the course. Keep it steady. Keep playing what we love. And, uh, I mean, I can't guarantee that it'll turn, right? Like each season's its own beast. Um, But I feel good about, you know, eventually getting back on track. With that being said, we got another slate ahead of us today where we can battle. And do our very, very best, and that is exactly what we're gonna do. We got the first game, so I apologize. Um, you know, obviously it was I, I slept and I slept in today, man. I uh, <clears throat> so that Heat Bucks game already live, but you know I was I, I wasn't. Maybe I would go back to Strews, but I don't even know. I, I'd assume his points, rebounds, and assists had had been bumped up, and I really am kind of scarred right now by props. So I, I'm probably not playing any props unless it is just the most beautiful of spots. Um, all right. Next or first game of the day, Celtics and Hornets. Hornets coming in as a eight point dog at home. That implies about an 11 point difference. I think I'd give Boston 10 here today. Um, the Hornets have uh, are a tricky team because you got to find them in the right moment um, because when they show up. And they play their best ball. They're capable of being a really solid team. Uh, but it's very up and down. Very, very up and down. It, and and it, it seemed like it had somewhat turned a corner. And then they started stacking up L's. And then they go into Milwaukee and beat Milwaukee. They play uh, Indiana tough. And then Toronto, back-to-back games in Toronto where they are eight-point dogs. Um, and the games, the first game was pretty close. They just, you know, uh, Raps ran away with it. But then the, Ra- the, the the second game, the Raps, that was kind of one where they controlled it throughout. Um, and it's funny because they actually won the first game by more, but it was a closer game. Um, and then the second game, the, the Raps were more of control throughout that game. But all that to be said, I, I'd give them about 10 today. So maybe there's some slight value here on the Hornets. Um, but this Celtics team is, again, for me, I'm not fading the Celtics unless it's a beautiful spot. And I'm sure as hell not backing the Hornets um, against the Celtics. Yes, they're getting a ton of points at home. I wouldn't be – like, for me, the Hornets are somewhat like the Rockets in that it's not as bad, but in that, like, they can hang for, you know, a good portion of the game, and it just takes one brutal little stretch towards the end that puts them out where they can't really recover. So um, I'm passing on this game, man. I'm passing on this game. It's a slight baby lean to the Hornets. Uh, but it's not going to be enough to play it for me, in my eyes. Um, next game, Grizzlies and Pacers. And this is a game I honestly do have some interest in. Um, for me, I make the Grizzlies about eight points better, I think, on a neutral court. Now, I know Halley's down, but this Pacers team has still got a good vibe to them this year. And I think you saw last night, they weren't able to to grind it out and win. Uh, but they grinded it out and, and almost won, and that, I guess, counts for something. Um, they still have a lot of talent. They, they lost that game by two with Nemhard, their starting point guard, shooting two of 16, and Buddy Heald, their best shooter, shooting five of 15, right? So um, if either of those two shoot it even somewhat decently, they win that game. And, and so I, I really think the Spacers team, even without Halley, they're not a good team, but they're a solid team that's going to, you know, hang in against most of the teams they play. Now the Grizzlies are a really good team. They've been really good on the road, really good at home. Honestly, they've just, they've just been a really good damn, damn good team this year. Um, Let me see what they are against the spread as a road favorite. Um, And it's it's tough because I I remember as the year started, they were not a good team to bet on. But things have turned up lately. Memphis as a road favorite. Middle of the pack, seven, eight and one. Um, But again, I I would say a lot of that had had come early in the year. So for me, back to back to what we're talking about. I make Memphis an eight point favorite in general. Right. Um, And then it's it, it, it kind of comes down to how much are you assigning the rest disadvantage spot because Memphis has had Thursday and Friday off and then the Pacers played last night. So it is a really bad rest disadvantage. Um, and so it really comes down to how much you're assigning to that. With the rest advantage, Memphis this year is 6-6. Six and six, So, you know, not showing necessarily strength either way. With the rest disadvantage, Indiana's eight and one this year. So I honestly lean Indiana, right? Like even if you want to give two points for the spot, it still to me gets to seven, right? It would still be five because it's eight. Take three for home court, pushes it from eight to five. And then if you want to give two points for the spot, it's seven. And I, I don't think Buddy Heald's going to shoot as poorly as he did. I don't think Nemi's going to shoot as poorly as he did. So I'm, I'm very much considering the Pacers today on, at eight and a half. Um, I'm seeing eight and a half in a lot of spots. I think that's a, that's definitely a way I would look. Um, in terms of props, guys, I, I mean, it's scary based off of what happened yesterday, right? So I don't blame you. And it's a back-to-back, which generally is not a good spot to, to target for player props. But Buddy Heald and Andrew Nemhard are, are at 28 and a half and 24 and a half on their point rebounds and assists. Nemi's a little juiced up, so you might have to get to 25 and um, a half. But like, it's funny because the books increased Nemhard's PRA despite going seven points rebounds and assists under it last night uh, just because he took 16 shots. And they know, you know, that guy probably isn't going to shoot it that poorly again. Um I, I don't, I don't hate Nemi, uh, over 12 and a half points. Um, I don't hate, uh, if you want to go buddy on the, on the rebounds and assists, he, he's honestly, the counting stats are, are coming in for him. Um, uh, had five and five last night. It's nine and a half at plus money. So, um, that's where I'm at guys. I, I really like this game. I like the Pacers on the, on the spread. I like the, uh, And I like those two props. This Grizzlies team is dangerous, but, um, you know, I I think the Pacers can hang in there. It is a scary spot, though. I will give you that. So props, uh, those two props, and then Pacers is the the way I'd I'd be looking personally. All right. We got the Hawks and the Raptors next game. Uh, Hawks, seven-point favorites – or, sorry, seven-point underdogs on the road today. Um, I would say that the Raptors are maybe three, two-and-a-half. Ish points better. Like the Hawks are a really scary team, um, in terms of just betting them because they're talented, but right now or, and just this whole year, they don't get the most out of their talent. It's not we we look at teams and there's so many teams right now that are well coached, and you do get the most out of the group that you have. The Hawks don't. I I, I don't even think Nate's a, necessarily a bad coach. I think his time has just kind of run its course um in in uh, in Atlanta. I, I just think it his time has come. I think the, the, the players are kind of tired of hearing his voice, and you see it. They're just not playing as well as they could be. But they have random games where they do. Meanwhile, you go to the Raptors, and, you know, you look, and, okay, things seem to be looking pretty good for them, right? They've won, what, four, three in a row. They beat Portland, and then they beat the Hornets twice. Beating the Hornets twice at home is like, I don't know, man. It's like, it doesn't bump them really for me. Like they kind of just did what any half decent team would do at home in my eyes. I know it's a back to back, but uh, to me, seven is kind of pushing it. That implies about a four point difference with the, with the back to back. I think Atlanta can keep it, you know, somewhat, somewhat tight today. Let's, Let's see what Atlanta is on back-to-backs this year. Best team against... Best team on back-to-backs this year. So, Atlanta is 2-2 on back-to-backs. Toronto is... Toronto seems like a team that would benefit greatly from having a rest advantage because they play their guys so heavy toronto's four and six um with the rest advantage against the spread so yeah to me i, I look ho- the hawks way I, I don't think i still think toronto has some issues that they've got to get ironed out um and to me the hawks are not playing great basketball but it's not like the the raptors on that that the other end are are playing all that great of basketball too so that's where i'm at um hawks lean next game jazz and uh philly philly's coming off a loss um which i I really like targeting you guys know i like targeting good teams off of a loss jazz on a back-to-back uh philly this year is nine and six after a loss um and this is a really like the, the the books are giving some love to philly today five point favorites uh, on the road implies about an eight-point difference um, between these two teams, so uh, it's hard for me to say that Philly's more than eight points better. But again, this is a back-to-back for Utah, so it's really if you want to give a point. It's really saying that Philly's seven points better, and, and Philly really um, anytime they come off a, a, of a loss, they've been good. They've been good. Let's let's take a look at the the most recent games off off of losses. They lost to Chicago at home, um, then went into Detroit took care of business. Um, in December, they lost to the Wizards and actually still went to New Orleans and lost. But after the New Orleans game, that's boom. They lose the New Orleans, lose the Washington. They went into OKC, a really tough place to, to win um, and took care of business. So I, I would lean Philly today, man. I, I know Tobias Harris may be out, but as long as Joel Embiid and, and James Harden are, are good, you're getting a team off of a loss against a, um, a struggling uh, in my eyes, a struggling jazz team on a back-to-back. That's where I'd be taking a good hard look at that. Dallas and Portland. Um, we got Dallas as a one, one and a half point dog. One and a half point dog. Um, sorry, I just got a touch from my dad. Um, Portland. One and a half point favorite, which obviously we knew that. Sorry, I got to lock lock it back in. Um, I like Portland today, guys. I do. Uh, Dame's questionable. I, I don't see why he would not play. I think that's just a little bit of gamesmanship from Portland's, uh, And just like, hey, you know, Dame might sit. Portland's going to get one of these games at home eventually. They've just been in a really, really rough patch um, of late. But it's going to turn. It's going to turn. They're, they're too talented of a team. Everyone's playing. You know, everyone's healthy. They're too talented of a team to keep losing these games at home. Um, Dallas is good, right? Dallas is going to be a formidable opponent. Uh, but Portland, if Dame plays, I will be on Portland today. They're going to, in my eyes, they, they got to pull this out. They were winning almost wire to wire against Cleveland. Uh, lose it late, obviously tough out against Orlando. That they, they kind of sneak attacked them. Um, but to, in my eyes, if Dame's playing, Portland wins this game, and I think he's going to play. So uh, I will probably. Um, in all likelihood lock that in um, I think there's one more game that they just took off the board because of some news Minnesota and Cleveland I'm not really interested in that game uh, a little bit weird because you got an east and western conference opponent so you don't have a lot of history um, but uh, and then you don't have you don't know and, and, and Kyle Anderson are questionable to play today so for me guys Props. I'm a little bit scarred. If I had to play some props today, I'm going right back to Nemhard and healed. I I am. Uh, obviously, Benedict Mathur is going to be a big part of that rotation and and get a ton of shots. But Nemhard is a good rebounder for his size. He's the main distributor for this team, so I feel good about the counting stats. And I just don't think he's shooting two for for sixteen again, right? This guy's going to play minimum. I think you saw last game uh, is the minimum amount of minutes Nemhard is going to play. Um, and I think the only reason he played that amount of minutes was because he was shooting it so poorly. All right, let's ride with TJ McConnell a little bit more. Buddy healed, played 38 minutes, shot 515. Could he shoot 515 again? Sure, but he gets some counting stats and uh, obviously a lot of opportunities for threes. I think both those guys are good looks. I don't know that I'm going to play them uh, because I am a little bit scarred, but we do I, I, I do like a lot of spreads across the board today. I, I lean Indiana pretty strongly. I lean Hawks, not maybe not like, insanely strong but i like them um i lean the sixers minus the five in in utah today and i lean uh the blazers very very strongly today so uh that's where i'm at i'm gonna let uh things kind of materialize throughout the day before i lock things in um but let's bounce the fuck back today man let's bounce the bounce back i know it gets scary right when you've lost a lot um during the week but you just got to keep playing it the way you you like because there's nothing worse than you know being scared after you've lost some bets and then you don't play for a day and everything that you lean hits. Um, And I don't know. I feel like that could be today. But um, that's where I'm at. I love you guys. I'm sorry. I know this was a little bit of a shorter pod. Uh, I woke up late. But uh, there's some good looks today. There are some good looks today. And, and again, Indiana will play. They are a solid team even without Halliburton. The Hawks are not a good team, but it's not like the Raps are, are this dominant force at home uh philly really good off of losses utah still showing some shakiness at home yes a lot of these games have gone down into the wire but i think utah and and the thunder are pretty comparable i'd probably say the thunder a little bit better the last time philly lost um a bad game like they did they went into okc and smacked the thunder even without james harden and then the blazers it's got to turn man dame is dame is going to get this one i i would be shocked dame just dropped 50 I think his ankle's okay. It may be a little bit sore, but I think it's okay. I I think he understands the importance of of winning a game like tonight uh, against a Western Conference opponent that they will be jockeying for position with. I love you all. Have a great Saturday. Be safe. And we will talk soon.